Effie and Elliot Lewis on stage. Kathy Lewis, Elliot Lewis, two of the most distinguished names in radio, appearing each week in their own theater, starring in a repertory of transcribed stories of their own and your choosing. Radio's foremost players in radio's foremost plays. Drama, comedy, adventure, mystery, melodrama. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Elliot Lewis. Good evening. May I present my wife, Kathy? Good evening. You know, it's a source of constant pleasure to both Elliot and me to watch what a good writer can do with an idea. Tonight, for example, Tony Ellis called us... And said over the telephone, What if Kathy were a famous picture actress, and you were a soldier going on furlough, and you wanted to date with her? And then we got his script, and here's what happens to the idea Tony told Elliot. The story is called Public Furlough. The scene, an army post in California, about midway between San Francisco and Los Angeles. You pick a camp. It's a bright, clear day, and off to the side of the drill field in one of the few permanent buildings is an orderly room. The corporal at the typewriter is deeply intent on his composition. The other side of the room, another soldier is practicing being a con man into the telephone. No, no, I said Franticent. Sure you gotta have some Franticent. Anybody knows that. Hey, Dave. This lunkhead says he never heard of Franticent. Yeah. Now, listen. Will you listen already? The captain says three creels with Franticent. If that's what the captain wants, that is exactly what the captain is going to get. Well, how should I know what he wants with him? Okay. Okay, send him in care of uh, Corporal David Sampson. Uh, no, 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 he's going on furlough. You better send him to me. Okay, pal. Hey, Dave. Did you hear me give him the old double talk? I wish we were going to be around to see what he sends over. Do me a favor. Sure. See how this sounds. Oh? My, My dear, dear Miss, Miss Wood. Wood. Well, okay, if you're going to be smart. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You see, I want you to tell me if you get a, a feeling out of this, you know? Sure, sure. Go ahead. My dear Miss Wood, thank you for your last photograph... The boys and me sure think it's a swell one. Oh, not me. I don't, boy. To me, that dame is a slob. Will you listen? I already know what you think. Will you just listen? All right, go ahead. Uh, sure it's swell. Tonight, I start my furlough. Ten days, and I'm hopping a plane first thing for Hollywood. As I told you... Like I told you. As I told you in my last letter, the biggest thing that could happen to me in my life is for me to meet you personally. Believe me, Miss Wood, I am not just a movie-struck soldier. Ah! I have a high respect for you as an artist and a person. I will be shoving off for the Pacific when my furlough is up, so you couldn't make me happier or proud than to accept a date with me while I am in Hollywood. I will call your studio when I get in and leave my address as to where I will be, yours very truly, in hopes, David Sampson, Corporal U.S. Army. Uh, how's about your serial number? Oh, cut it out, will you? I'm serious. What do you think? You really want to know? I'm asking. I think you're nuts. Now, wait a minute. You asked me. I think you're nuts. Is the letter okay? Sure, the letter's okay. That's all. Now, what's the matter with you? From me, I'd expect something like this. But you're smart, Davy. She ain't going to give you a tumble. You ought to know better. I want to meet her. Not a tumble. I want to meet her. That's all. 
You gonna waste all that time slopping around waiting to see her while you and me and the boys could be having a high old time in Frisco? Oh, don't go, Davy. I'm telling you, she's a big star. She don't need... Thanks, Eddie. Okay. Okay. You want me to mail it for you? I'm going over to uh-uh, the PX. No, no, no. I'm sending it by telegram. What, all that? Well, you're nuts. You. I wanted to get to her before I call. So long. See you in ten days. I'm tired. Be a doll and fix me a drink, will you, Leo? Oh, my feet. Must I take pictures tonight? Afraid so, dear. Oh, glory. Why can't we take them tomorrow? Will you tell me that? Why? They want to get the proofs to New York to catch the Sunday papers. Oh. Alma! Thursday, your day off. Oh, I didn't want to go out for dinner tonight. I'm hungry. Why does she always have to have I'll Thursday? I'll make some eggs. Ugh, I'm hungry. Thanks. Uh, Danny, I want you to read something. Tomorrow. Right now. Only take a minute. Why did I ever hire you? What? Telegram. Came to the studio this afternoon. Oh. It's Daniel Wood. Well, I spelled it right for a change. Mm. David Sampson, Corporal U.S. Army? Who's David Sampson, Corporal U.S. Army? You read it. No, go on. Read the telegram. Oh, well. uh, I don't have <laughs> Believe me, Miss Wood, I'm not just a movie-struck soldier. <laughs> don't you just love that? Leave my address as to where you are. Yours very truly, in hopes, David Sampson, Corporal U.S. Oh, for glory's sake, Leo. Well? Well? Well, what? I think you should do it. Do it? Me? David Sampson, Corporal U.S. Army? Yeah. Not me. Oh, no. No stunts like that, Mr. Hyler. It would be good. For who? You and the kid. Look, I checked the files. He's written a dozen letters in the past six months. We sent out pictures, all that stuff. Now, why not give him a break? I'm tired. Good publicity. It won't hurt. Look, I don't mind those dances. In the hospitals, that's great. But, but that's where it ends. I'm not going to have some kid mooning and slobbering all over me. It won't be like Don't that. Don't tell me. Give him a day. One day. Show him around the studio. Take him to Chasen's. Everything. <sighs> Who pays for it? Expenses. I think you should, Danny. When's he coming in? Tomorrow. I can't. The picture The picture's will... finished tomorrow. He's got ten days. Oh, I'm hungry. Okay. All right. Will you call up somebody and get some food over here? I'm hungry. Good morning. Uh, Miss Danielle Woods, please. Who is this calling, please? Uh, this is Corporal David Sampson. I think she's expecting me to Just call... Just one moment. I'll give you publicity. <clears throat> one moment, please. I'm ringing Mr. Hyler's office. He'll take care of it. Thanks. Hello? 
Hello? Uh, hello, uh, this is David Sampson. I sent a telegram yesterday. Yes, Corporal. Miss Wood received it. Hey, <laughs> she did, huh? Uh, Miss Wood is on the set right now, but she asked me to give you a message. Well, sure. She wondered whether she could see you tomorrow, Saturday. Whether she could? <laughs> you bet. Hey, that's terrific. I mean, really. You got a pencil? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. The address is 1046 North Cannon. That's in Beverly Hills. Have you got that? Uh, 1046 North Cannon. That's in Beverly Hills. Do you know your way around town? Uh, not too well, but I can find it. Don't worry. Uh, we'll send a car then. Where are you staying, Corporal? Uh, no, I don't want you to do that. I'll find it. Uh, oh, uh, what time? About 11. In the morning. In the morning? Uh, Miss Wood thought it would be nice to spend the day. Say. Uh, you don't mind if we take a few pictures, do you, of the two of you? Mind? Boy, I don't mind anything. Swell. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, glory. Thank glory they've gone. Don't you just hate and despise photographers, Corporal? Oh, I don't know too much about them, Miss Wood. Glory. Well, I've got to get back to the office. Corporal, nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks. Hey, it's all right, Danny. Don't bother. See you later. All right, Leo. Well, isn't this nice? I'll say. Can I get you a drink, Corporal? It's a little early for me, Miss Wood. Thanks all the same. It is for me, too. You know, I thought it would be so nice if we had an early lunch at Romanoff's and uh, Miss then... Miss Wood. Yes? This is real good of you to spend your time with me like this. You'll never know what it means. Don't be silly. I think it's a perfectly wonderful idea. I'm so glad I had the time. <laughs> Guess an awful lot of fellows wish they were me right now. Well, let's not think about them. This is your day. I'm going to take you to lunch and Oh, then... no, 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 ma'am. I'm taking you to lunch. You're very sweet, but it's all been arranged. Well, I didn't arrange it, though. Well, I'm sorry if it's upset your plans, but when I asked for a date, I didn't figure you taking it me. It does upset them, though, really, and I'd be much happier if we did it my way. You're very sweet to well, offer. Miss Wood, uh, a guy doesn't want a girl, any girl, to do that. Now, if you're worried about how much dough I've got, just forget it. I'm fixed just fine. <sighs> all right. I'm afraid it might be a little expensive. Oh, that's swell. You want to go now? Anything you like. Well, if you don't mind, I have one or two phone calls to make. Why don't you just make yourself home? I won't be long. And then we can drive down... Yeah, sure. Oh, wait a minute. All right, Corporal. None of that. I don't like that kind of thing. You keep your hands off or get out. I'm sorry. It, it was from your cigarette. I mean, the, the ash was burning your skirt. I didn't mean... Oh. Laurie, that was an awful thing for me to say, to even think. I am sorry. Can you forgive me? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. I hope you didn't mind. Having my picture taken again? With you? Oh, I didn't mind. They're always taking pictures. It must be kind of rough for you. Oh, you get used to it. Well, I hope it didn't get cold. Mm. No, 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 that's fine. Mm. It's not like the chow I've been getting at the post. Mm. Boy, I tell you, after a couple of months, you get so as you could eat almost any... Anything. 
Would you excuse me just for a second? There's a friend of mine over there, Susan Manning. She just got back from New York. She did a play. Do you mind? Oh, sure. I don't mind. I'll be right back. Please don't wait for me. Just eat your lunch. You'll get cold. Gloria, I'm sorry. Oh. No, please, sit down, sit down, sit down. Well, Susan and I haven't seen each other for ages. I didn't mean to be so long. Oh, you shouldn't have waited. You shouldn't. I'll get the captain to take it away and bring it up. No, no, this is fun. Don't be silly. It looks dreadful. Dead. Henry. And this one's on me now. It's all my fault. Uh-huh. I don't no. want to hear another word about it. Henry? Uh, yes, Miss Wood. Oh, w- will you bring the corporal another steak? This one's cold. Of course, Miss Wood. You know what we're going to do this afternoon? No, ma'am. I think you'll like it. Susan's got a swimming pool. She wants us to come over. A lot of very famous people will be there, big stars. Oh. Uh, She's such a wonderful girl, much nicer than me. Should have had a date with her. Really? You'd love her. I... I wanted a date with you, Miss Wood. And I'm very proud. It's one of the nicest things that's ever happened to me. Really. You're just a doll. You are listening to Kathy and Elliot Lewis on stage. Tonight's play, Public Furlough. Just a little later on tonight, on most of these same stations, CBS Radio wraps some fresh tinsel around Tin Pan Alley and delivers it right to your doorstep, disguised very loosely as the Bing Crosby Show. Visiting Bing and you this evening will be song stylist Kay Starr and Joe Venuti with his hot violin. John Scott Trotter and the orchestra, Ken Carpenter and the Rhythm Airs lend the proceedings all they've got, and it'll be enough when added to Bing's singing to make the occasion one to remember. Tonight, at the star's address, it's Kay Starr and that great star, Bing Crosby. I saw your last picture. Great. I love you. Georgie, I want you to meet Corporal David Sampson. He's spending the day with me. Nicest boy. Corporal, this is Georgie Tinman. He's just about the biggest agent in town. How are you? Pleased to meet you. Georgie, be a darling. Introduce the corporal to some people, will you? If there's anything you want to know about Hollywood, Corporal, ask Georgie. He owns most of us. Get him a drink, Georgie. We all be right First trip to Hollywood, Corporal? Yeah. How do you like it? Just fine, thanks. Hi, Jack. Been getting a lot of autographs? No, I haven't. Well, this is your chance, son. How about a drink? Well, not right now, thank you. Danny's quite a girl, isn't she? I used to handle her. She's big now. And when she came to town, she was just a scared little kid. Look at her now. Ah, that's Hollywood. Know what I mean? Yeah, I I guess so. I'm surprised a nice-looking kid like you hasn't tried to make it. No, uh, movies isn't my line. Mm Mm-hmm. What did you do, uh, win a contest or something, get a date with him? I wrote to her. That's so? Well, you're going to be a pretty big man when you get back to camp. 
Uh, say, will you excuse me a minute? There's a fellow over there I've been waiting to see for a couple of weeks. You know, business? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. See you around. Yes, thank you. Hey, Corporal. Hmm? Where is everybody? Oh, well, I don't know, Mr. Hyler. In the house, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Is Wood in there? Sure. Uh, she's been in there a couple of hours. Oh. Nice pool, huh? Been in? Yeah. In, out, in, out, you know. Uh, you want a drink? Uh, not right now, thank you. Yeah. You having a good time, Corporal? Oh, swell. Just fine. Uh, sit down. Or you want to go and join the party? No, no, I'll, I'll stay here. <laughs> Boy, what a setup, huh? That pool's as Will big you as... tell me something? Hey, what? Why did you want to meet Miss Wood? Oh, well, I don't know. I think you do. Well, she looked like the kind of girl a guy wants to meet. You know what I mean. I know. We call that box office out here. Oh. Are you disappointed? No, no. No, I think she's great. She's okay. Mm-hmm. Spent much time with her? Well, there's a lot of people around, friends, photographers all the time, but... I'm sorry, Corporal. It wasn't such a hot idea. With this? Meeting her? Yeah, sure it was. Yeah. No, listen. Wait till the guys see those pictures. They thought I was nuts. They didn't think I had a chance. What are you going to do for the rest of your furlough? Oh, well, I guess after today, I've done just about everything. I'll go on back up to San Francisco and meet some of the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, will you do me a favor? You bet. It's way past seven. Will you say goodbye to Miss Wood for me? I'll be going now. She's kind of tied up, and I don't want to bother her. Will you thank her for me? She uh, wouldn't want that, Corporal. You wait here for a minute. I'll be right back. No, no, listen, really. I'd rather... I know, but wait. It's better you say goodbye yourself. Will you do that? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I've spent eight hours with him, Leo. Isn't that enough? I'll bet a buck you haven't been alone with him for more than half an hour. Anyhow, he wants to say goodbye. Oh? He's going. Is that enough? Enough? Listen, what do you want me to do? Make love to him? Glory. You want to go out there, or shall I say goodbye for you? Of course I'll say goodbye to him. Don't be ridiculous. I knew you'd want it. He's by the pool. But that's if he hasn't thrown himself in by now. Don't be ridiculous. tells me you're going. I'm so sorry. I, I just wanted to thank you, Miss Wood. I wish you'd call me Danielle. Yeah, thanks. We really haven't had much of a chance to get acquainted, have we? Oh, it's been fine. Perhaps next time you're in Hollywood, you'll call me up again? Yeah. Say, uh, those pictures that were taken today... Of course. As soon as they're ready, I'll have my secretary send them to you. Well, uh, that's it. If you don't mind, I'd rather you didn't. Oh? I thought you So wanted... did I. I changed my mind. Are you... You're angry with me, Corporal, aren't you? You haven't enjoyed yourself, and it's my fault. I'm not angry, ma'am. 
Thanks a lot for your time. Now, wait a minute. I, I don't want you to go. Please. I want to talk to you. Let's go over there, under the trees. Glory, I love this time of the evening, don't you? Yeah. I suppose all this must seem very strange to you. I mean, unimportant compared to your career as a soldier. This isn't my career, Miss Wood. I was drafted. Oh. Well, tell me about yourself. What did you do before? I was a mechanic. I think that's wonderful. I've never been able to figure out one end of a car from the other. You must be very clever. I guess not. You're being modest. Glory, this is heavenly. Yeah. I never did thank you for all the letters you sent me, did I, Corporal? Well, you don't have to. I loved every one. That's good. I really did. You don't know how much it means to me to have someone like yourself writing to someone like me. Giving me inspiration. Did you like the picture I sent? Yeah. <laughs> Am I like you thought I'd be? No. No, I, I, I don't think so. What did you expect? The way I'd seen you in the movies. I don't know whether to be flattered. Well, look, uh, thanks a lot for today, but I, I really got. You to really be want to go? I thought perhaps we could we could go out to some quiet place and have dinner together. Well, you don't really want to do that, Miss Wood. But I do. I've been just as disappointed as you that we haven't had a chance to be alone. I don't think so. I beg your pardon. Well, it, it's not your fault, and I'm not blaming you. It was crazy of me to think it would be different than what it's been. I don't understand you. I'll tell you, Miss Wood. I guess I'm like any other guy, looking for something, looking for a girl. When I saw you in your first movie back at home, you were what I wanted to find. That's very sweet. Look, please don't do that, will you? You haven't said one word to me the whole time I've been with you. How can you No, you don't. You talk, but it's never to me. You... You kind of sing, and, and I guess maybe you're acting or something. Well, just once, I'd like you to look at me. David Sampson, Corporal, talk to me. I don't understand what you mean. No, I guess you don't. Oh. Now I'm not the kind of girl you want to find. It's not you. I don't know. There was something... Well, maybe it's the girls you, you pretended to be in your movies. You know, nice, honest girl you can have fun with. Someone you can love all your life. I guess it, it doesn't really happen like that. Oh, I, I don't know. Would you like to kiss me, Corporal? You don't understand, do you? I thought you just got through telling me you were in love with That's me. That's what you think I've been telling you? Haven't you? It would have made a good story for you to go along with all those pictures you've had taken, wouldn't it? I don't like that. I'll bet you don't. You know what I think? I think that Mr. Hyler arranged this whole deal. I think you didn't want any part of it. I think you'd better go now. That's just what I've been saying. Except I should never have come. Goodbye. So long. Thanks anyway for your time. Wait a minute. Yes, ma'am? I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I am. 
You're a nice boy. I wish I could do something to make you feel better about me. That's all right. I don't want you to go away angry. No, I'm not. Would you rather I didn't have our pictures together printed? Yeah, I'd rather. They won't be. I promise. Okay. I... I wish you'd take me out to dinner. Honestly. Well, thanks anyway. I, I want to pick up my things and get back to the airport. You still got at least a week on your furlough. I... I'd like to make you forget about today. Oh, no. Will you write to me? I'd love to hear from you. Sure. Oh, sure. Corporal. Yeah? So long. What's the matter? Not hungry? No. You haven't said anything. What happened to the corporal? He's on his way up to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Do you have a good time? That's not very funny. I just wondered what you thought. I don't like this place. I don't like you. I don't like Hollywood. I don't... How about yourself? Oh, shut up. Hey, this is swell, Davey. Man, what a night. Yeah, huh? yeah. Oh, now be honest. Isn't this better? No kidding. Sure it is. Boy, was I glad to see you. I was saying to the guys, poor Davey, what he's going to miss. And now you're not missing a thing. Hey, it ain't none of my business, but uh, how'd you make out? Okay. Did you get to see her? Yep. You're kidding. No kidding? On the level. She was real nice. I met a lot of big stars. Had lunch at a real swell place. It was great. Well, what do you know? And me? Here I've been saying she's nothing but a slob. Just goes to show you. Yeah. Hey, I'm dry. How about another beer? Public Furlough, starring Kathy and Elliot Lewis on stage. Mr. and Mrs. Lewis will tell you about next week's play in just a moment. This Saturday night, when two thieves agree to team up, the result is murder and an exciting chase by the police with the old adage Cherchez La Femme leading gangbusters to their quarry. It's a true story of crime and murder in the Southland, dramatized on the program that names names, dates, and places. CBS Radio's Gangbusters. Don't miss it this Saturday night on most of these same stations. And listen for Gangbusters every week at the Star's Address. And now, once again, Kathy and Elliot Lewis. And that's how Anthony Ellis took an idea and made it into a story. And our thanks to Tony. And to Herb Butterfield, who was the publicity man Leo, and Byron Kane, the busy agent. And Jerry Hausner, who repeated a chore of many years ago in being my army buddy. Next week, a very strange love story about two people who were alone and lost and discovered a very true thing about themselves. It's called A Corner of Autumn, and it was written for us by Morton Fine 
and David Friedkin. Until next week, then, thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Music for tonight's story was composed by Hans Reimheld and conducted by Lud Gluskin. The Kathy and Elliot theme is by Ray Noble. Kathy and Elliot Lewis on stage is transcribed and directed by Mr. Lewis. George Walsh speaking. And remember, hear the American Way, starring Horace Height, Thursday nights on the CBS Radio Network. <laughs>